eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Good morning, Bucknoters. Welcome to the Bucknuts Morning 5 here on Monday, August 23rd, 2021. I am Dave Biddle, flying solo on this edition. We are just 10 days away from the Buckeyes kicking off their season against Minnesota on Thursday, September 2nd. Feels great to say that. A lot to get into on the show today. Let's start right at the top. The big news over the weekend, C.J. Stroud was named starting quarterback by head coach Ryan Day. Coach Day called somewhat of an impromptu press conference you know, we got news like Friday evening it was going down. We're wondering, what's this about? And there was speculation. Maybe he's going to name a starting quarterback, and he did. C.J. Stroud being named the starter. No surprise to any of us. I mean, we've – anybody who's been listening to the show, I mean, you know, we've been saying that we're, we've been hearing from sources that Stroud's the guy, and it's not even like tremendously close, although Comacore did push him to a degree. But I think Ryan Day's known this for a long time. I also like how he handled it. Why not just you know make it a competition? Don't tell C.J. Stroud entering camp, you're the guy. Make him go in there and earn it. And it sounds like he's had a really good camp, played really well in their scrimmage on Saturday. So C.J. Stroud is the starting quarterback for the Buckeyes. Now let's talk about expectations for C.J. Stroud this year. First, your quarterback, first, your starter, second year in the program, but first, your starter. So expectations should be tempered a little bit, right? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. The expectation for C.J. Stroud, and I bet we're going to meet with Ryan Day later today. I bet Ryan Day would either say this on the record or if he wouldn't say it on the record, would tell you behind closed doors. Absolutely, Ryan Day's expectation. This year's the first year starter for C.J. Stroud is to be first team all Big Ten. First team all Big Ten quarterback. And you look at that like, well, that's, man, that's a lot to ask. Well, you look around the Big Ten. I mean, what's your competition? Michael Penix is the main competition. Can C.J. Stroud be better than him this year? Now, maybe C.J. Stroud will have a great year. Penix puts up a better year. Would be fine with that. But I think C.J. Stroud, that is the expectation. He is going to be the best quarterback in the Big Ten. And there's not a lot of good quarterbacks in the Big Ten. Penix is one of the few. I like Tanner Morgan at Minnesota. You know, um, We'll see about Graham Mertz at uh, Wisconsin. You know, he, was, he started off strong last year, then was kind of so-so. But he was a true freshman last year. So there's not a lot of great quarterbacks in the Big Ten, but I expect a lot out of C.J. Stroud this year. And let's forget about postseason accolades for a second. The bottom line is, how well is he going to play and how well is he going to move the ball? And he's, is he going to be the guy to kind of get Ohio State over the top this year where even though he's replacing 
Justin Fields, you know, can he be good enough where Ohio State with all of these weapons that they have and with this Ryan Day offense, you know, can they get over the hump this year? Not, I'm not saying CJ Stroud's gonna be better than Justin Fields, don't get me wrong. In fact, he's not gonna be better than Justin Fields this year. Maybe he will be down the line. My point is. I think this offensive line is going to be better. I think the wide receiving core is better than it was last year. I think the running back core is better than it was last year, although Trey Sermon was tremendous by the end of the year. But look at the depth they have this year with Travion Henderson and Mayan Williams, Master Teague, Marcus Crowley, Evan Pryor's the fifth tailback. And I th- I think the top three are going to play a lot with Travion Henderson in whatever order, Mayan Williams and Master Teague. Those three are going to play a lot. And I think they're going to sprinkle Crowley in there as well. I think probably Pryor's going to be mostly a garbage time guy, but I know they like him. So this offensive line is going to be probably the best that we've seen in a long time at Ohio State. This is the best wide receiving core that I can remember. You got the two first-round picks with Chris Olave and Garrett Wilson. You've got the number three in Jackson Smith and Jigba. And then, you know, from there, either Marvin Harrison or Mecca Egbuke, I think, is going to be the fourth. And whoever's not the fourth is going to be the fifth out of those two true freshmen. I think Julian Fleming, who is the number one wide receiver in the country in the 2020 class, will be the number six wide receiver. And I think Jaden Ballard, uh, who is a very high four-star in the 2021 class, I think he's going to be the seventh wide receiver. It shows you how talented and deep they are. So you look at, oh, and let's let's not forget Jeremy Rucker, the best tight end to come through here in a long time. So it could not set up better for C.J. Stroud. And, and again, C.J. Stroud's not a true freshman. He is, a, a even though last year was weird, he's still been in Columbus now for over a year and a half. He enrolled in January of 2020. So him getting here early last year, even though it was a weird year, and getting just even a sprinkling of playing time, going through all the practices, uh, even though he didn't throw a pass in a game, he threw plenty of practices in practice, got a little bit of game experience. That was big for him. He's not coming in as a true freshman that just got here. He's a second-year guy. Another reason I think expectations should be very high. So you look at C.J. Stroud, I think, um, and again, I think Ryan Day would be the first one to say this, expectations are very high for him. And another reason why expectations are high, this is a Ryan Day offense. It's a Ryan Day offense. It's very quarterback friendly. I, I think that this, so you got the weapons around him. You got a great offense to play in with a brilliant offensive mind leading the charge with Ryan Day. I think C.J. Stroud's going to have a big, big year. I don't think he's going to win the Heisman or anything. Don't get me wrong. But as far as I think he's going to be first team all Big Ten, I think he's going to be better than Michael Penix. Certainly will put up better numbers. And again, let's look back on this. This reminds me a little bit of now Braxton Miller as a true freshman in 2011, obviously played more than C.J. Stroud played as a true freshman last year. Um, But still, I mean, Joe Bozerman, not to bring up bad memories, Bozerman actually opened the season as the starting quarterback that year. By the way, I've never seen a game like go for after Braxton won the job, then got hurt against Nebraska. They were blowing out Nebraska. They, they put Bozerman in and completely goes the other way. Um, so it's not a, a perfect parallel with Braxton, but I see some similarities. And then Braxton, you know, I mean, they won a game at Illinois where they, what, they completed, what, two passes the entire game in 2011. <laughs> um, one was a touchdown, though, from Braxton. Um, and then he enters, you know, didn't, you know, actually played really well at Michigan that year as a true freshman. Braxton did, played his butt off. Going into 2012, you're wondering, you know, Urban takes over. How good is Braxton going to be? How about Big Ten Player of the Year, Silver Football Award winner? I mean, you know, so that was really his first, well, that was his first full season starting, and he was the best player in the Big Ten. Okay, two years later, JT Barrett, redshirt freshman, takes over. After Braxton gets hurt, what happens? JT Barrett, Big Ten Player of the Year, quarterback of the year, everything, as a, as a redshirt freshman. All right? The next time the Buckeyes had a first-year starting quarterback was 2018, Dwayne Haskins. Now, he was in his third year, not his second year like, like Stroud is, but Dwayne entering his third year, how's, how's he going to do? 
uh, Heisman finalist, player of the year in the Big Ten, best quarterback in the Big Ten. All right, Justin Fields comes in in 2019. You know, eh, played a little bit at Georgia. How's he going to do in his first year? Big Ten player of the year. Well, I guess Chase Young was the Big Ten player of the year. But Justin Fields, Big Ten offensive player of the year, Big Ten quarterback of the year, first-year starter. That's the expectation, my friends. They're not saying, well, CJ, we hope you come in and you can be like honorable mention all Big Ten. No, the expectation is to be the best quarterback in the Big Ten and one of the best in the nation, one of the best in the nation because this is not just about winning the Big Ten any longer. (laughs) The ultimate goal is to win the national championship. That's always been the ultimate goal, but for years it was just, I mean, it's in the fight song. Let's win that old conference now. Let's win that old national title now. They might need to change that too because the Buckeyes are about, about ready to win their fifth straight Big Ten title this year. All right, so there you go. There's my uh, rundown of what to expect from C.J. Stroud. I want to turn the page here. Again, we're going to be meeting with Ryan Day after practice today around 11 o'clock. We're also going to be meeting with Matt Barnes, the safeties coach, really the, the defensive backs coach, but he works closest with the safeties. Coach Combs still works closely with the corners. So we're going to meet with Ryan Day, Matt Barnes, and a few of the safeties today. Again, right around 11 a.m., maybe a little bit later than that after practice today let's talk about the 2021 safeties for your ohio state buckeyes start right at the top with josh proctor i think he's gonna have a big year talent has never been a problem i think i've shared this story on the on the show before if i haven't um i think i have maybe on the site but um rose bowl media day 2018 alex grinch is only here for one year proctor was a a true freshman that year and I, i pulled uh Alex Grinch aside, he was good to me that one year. I, I didn't get to know him that well. I got to know Jeff Halfley pretty well the following year, um, but I, I got to know Grinch a little bit. He would give me some stuff, like if you pulled him aside, he'd tell you some stuff. So I pulled him aside at Rose Bowl Media Day, their late December of, of 2018. I said, um, and by this time, I pretty much knew he was not coming back to Ohio State. I said, give me the name of one defensive back who's not playing a lot this year for the Buckeyes, but is going to be a future star. He didn't hesitate. He said Josh Proctor. And we've seen bits and pieces of it. We saw that, you know, he laid out the Wisconsin quarterback in the Big Ten Championship game in 2019. You know, but then he, you know, he was on the field when Trevor Lawrence did that long run. It looked like Proctor kind of made like a, took a bad angle. Him and Baron Browning kind of were responsible for that play. Um, and you would hear things from the coaches that he was you know, inconsistent, all kinds of talent, but was inconsistent. Played better last year. You know, Marcus Hooker began the season as a starter. Proctor wrestled that job away from him. Still was inconsistent. You know, we remember the dropped interceptions. Hey, but that's why he's a DB and not a wide receiver, right? But no, hopefully he'll get that corrected. But the biggest thing is to make the plays that you need to make. Be a more of a Jordan Fuller. Be that eraser back there where you're going to play that single high safety. You're not going to get past Josh Proctor. That has to be his mindset, not missing tackles. It's great to lay somebody out, but you better not miss any tackles. Make the plays that come to you. When they do, then when they throw the ball right at you, catch it. You know, that, that's huge. You got to do that. And I think I think Josh Proctor, as a senior, I think he's going to have a big year. He's a fourth-year guy. I'm sure he's planning on going to the NFL after this year, although he could come back next year uh, since last year didn't count as a year of eligibility for all the guys. But I think this will be his last year. I think he's going to go out with a bang. Another guy I'm very high on, Lathan Ransom. We saw it last year toward the end of the year. He was a true freshman. He's out there playing big-time snaps against Clemson. Um, and, you know, all the way down the stretch, he was playing a lot and looked really, really good. And he's kind of a, you know, hybrid, like, slot corner safety. But for the purpose of this show, we're going to, con- you know, count the slot corners slash safeties as safeties. So, I mean, Lathan Ransom's a safety. Um, and I think he's going to have a big, big year. Um, I think he's going to be that starting slot Marcus Williamson is returning, but he's been a little banged up. 
Um, and Marcus Williamson's going to play. I mean, I thought I thought he was solid last year, and I'm glad he's back as a fifth year senior, taking advantage of that rule where he can come back because um, he never redshirted. Last year would have been his last year if they didn't uh, change the rules. So it's good to have Marcus Williamson back, especially with a, a secondary that's you know got some veterans, but but is mostly going to be pretty young. So I like having Marcus Williamson back as a slot corner, but I think Lathan Ransom is going to be the guy there. They might rotate, but I think Ransom will be the starter and will be the guy that. Uh, it plays extremely well there. Another guy I really like, a young guy, Court Williams. They say he's the hardest worker on the team. Had the torn ACL last year. He was getting ready to play a decent amount as a true freshman last year. Suffered that torn ACL in camp. Um, he's looking great. No restrictions. Um, he was out there taking some reps with the ones when we were out there practice last week. Um, probably mostly going to be a second-team guy, but he's going to rotate in there. And then you look at – I want to talk about the bullet, which is – you know, hybrid linebacker safety, but Craig Young, who's going to be the starting starting bullet, and Ronnie Hickman, who's going to be the backup and also going to play a lot there. I mean, those guys rep with the safeties when they're doing that. They break apart for position drills. They they're with the safeties. Craig Young and Ronnie Hickman, which I find interesting. Craig Young with the safeties looks hilarious. I mean, he looks he's so tall, um, and he just towers above the rest of the safeties. Um, he, I mean, I think they list him at six four. He looks taller than that to me. He looks like every bit of six foot five, which is what he was listed at coming out of high school. I like Ronnie Hickman a lot. I like the attitude that Ronnie Hickman brings. Um, you know, tough kid. You know, runs well, got some playing time last year as a redshirt freshman. I think Ronnie Hickman and Craig Young, they're going to rotate at that bullet with Craig Young being the starter. I think Craig Young's the man there, even though I like Ronnie Hickman. Those guys are both going to play. I think Craig Young will be the starter. Ronnie Hickman will play a decent amount as his backup there. Um, so I like what they've got going on there. I like what they've got going on at the bullet. I like the slot corner. Uh, and Josh Proctor is that starting single high safety. Speaking of the single high safety, they got a couple other guys um, that they can use there. One guy that kind of gets lost in the shuffle, I think, is third-year sophomore Bryson Shaw, who's having a really good camp. You know, has been voted a, uh, you know, named a, a champion at the scrimmages, and he's a guy that uh, right now is fighting to be that number two uh, deep safety, along with Marcus Hooker, who's back, who um, had the DUI over the offseason, but um, they said he, you know, took some classes to get some health, and he's done everything that they've asked, and um, you know, I'm glad Ryan Day didn't kick him off the team. I'm sure he's on his last strike. Um, you know, if this happens again, I think then, then he probably would get kicked off the team. But um, I'm glad they're trying to help the, the young man out and not ruin his life. Um, but again, he's got to be responsible. He can't let this happen again. But I like the way Ryan Day handled it, suspended him for spring. Uh, sounds like Marcus Hooker's not going to be suspended for any game. So if they need him, um, he will be available. I don't think he's going to play a lot. I think they're probably going to use him on special teams. Um, you know, because again, he's battling with Bryson Shaw to be that number two deep safety so um and Bryson Shaw's sounds like he's looking pretty good we saw him play a little bit last year Bryson Shaw um a uh, young man out of the Baltimore area um but uh yeah is a DC somewhere you know somewhere around that area Baltimore DC area um and yeah I believe Bullis school I think he went to the same high school as Dwayne Haskins now that I think about it so DC area um Bryson Shaw's a guy continue to hear good things about and again he's going to be the understudy to Josh Proctor so Got a little depth there. And again, Marcus Hooker, we'll see what happens with him. You know, he's got starting experience, fourth-year guy. It's good to have him around, just like Marcus Williamson. Is he going to be a star? No, but it's good to have veteran guys like that around. So um, guys that have played football and guys that can help out on special teams. So again, I mentioned eight safeties, and there might be some other guys that find themselves in the mix, but these eight guys, you know, I think they're all going to play some more than others, obviously. Josh Proctor, Lathan Ransom, Marcus Williamson, Court Williams. Craig Young, Ronnie Hickman, Bryson Shaw, Marcus Hooker. 
I think they've got a good collection of guys there. I'm curious to see what Matt Barnes says after practice about these guys. You know, if, if Josh Proctor's becoming more of a you know consistent guy. Again, what Alex Grinch told me, you know, three years ago. You know, this is he's going to be a future star. Um, you know, is he going to become that this year? Is he going to be more consistent and live up to you know really tap into all that potential that he has and that talent. Um, you know, I think he will. I think he's going to have a big senior year. Lathan Ransom, again, I think he's going to have a huge year. So I like this group. Very curious to see what Coach Barnes is going to say about this group after practice today. Also, I'm hearing really good things about Matt Barnes. From people, from sources I talk to, I never hear one negative thing. And I have sources that go out of their way to tell me, hey, this guy is legit. Like, this is not some like, oh, you know, Ryan Day couldn't find a – you know, a special teams coach a couple years ago. So he brought this Matt Barnes guy. And now he's promoted him from within to be the secondary coach. No, 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 no. He's earned it. He is a young, impressive coach. He's only 33. He looks older than that. Uh, and maybe he's 34 now. When he was at, I think he's 33. When he was at Maryland, um, you know, when they had that DJ Durkin situation, it was Matt Barnes that basically took over as defensive coordinator that year. Um, didn't have the title of D coordinator, but he was. He called the plays. Last time I checked, if you're calling the defensive plays, you're the defensive coordinator. So you're coordinating the defense. So Matt Barnes, Buckeye fans, looks like he is a young coach on the rise. They like him very, very much over there. All right, well, thank you for flying solo with me on this edition of the Bucknuts Morning 5. Again, keep it locked to Bucknuts later today. We'll have comments from Ryan Day, Matt Barnes, and the safeties. Thanks again for joining me. I appreciate it. Hope everyone has a great day. Let's try that Buckeye swag, best day of band in the land. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.